0: The Alpha Sessions. Welcome to Alpha Sessions. We're back. We're back. The Lucys are back in town. Lucy May Walker is here again. Hello. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming in again. It's always good to have you back in. Um, we always have a lot to chat about, especially now, because you released a debut album. <laughs> yeah. Which I feel like there should have been a round of applause, but there's no one else in the room, so we have to do it ourselves. Um, when we last spoke, about December, yes. we must have been. you were gearing up for this. And we spoke a little bit about it. talked about you know the general premise of the album. It's called Nothing Ever Stays the Same. You got it. Um, And since it came out in March, Mm -hmm. how has the response been? What's the the general feeling? Good.
1: I yeah, I said this before, but it's like it feels really weird releasing an album when you've worked on it for so Mm. many years, and you like there's so much about the build up now, especially like in the music industry now. It's like get everyone to get excited before it comes out and then it comes out and it's exciting for, like, a week and then you go, (gasps) what do I do now? Um, But the response has been really, really good. Um, People seem to like it. Mm -hmm. They seem to like the songs that I didn't think that they would like, which I actually think is kind of a good thing. Um, And whenever I say, like, what's your favourite song, everyone always gives me a different answer. But, Mm -hmm. again, I think that that's a good thing because it's not like one hit wonder mm-hmm. on, the, on the album so yeah I
0: think it's going well oh, I'm you. going to talk to him about that later because you've okay. done a whole social media thing you're always on top of the social <laughs> all these videos coming out um, I mean the whole campaign for this is really strong oh, like the way it looks you. you've got merch you've got you pressed yeah. vinyl which is good you did a tour I did we'll definitely discuss um, how has it been as a process is it the most exhausting thing you've ever done in your music career or is, does it feel normalised it's very no. natural it's like yeah I'm just going to release an album yeah and- I think it's because
1: I've had so much time to work towards it Mm. so actually I think not really definitely not been relaxing (laughs) but like if I compare myself to other artists most of them are like writing albums on tour buses and stuff Mm. and trying to get it out by a certain date where I felt we because we've released it independently um, without a label or anything it's been all I don't know I've had control over pretty much everything Mm. which has been nice um yeah. See, a lot of people would say
0: the control is the exhausting part, so... No,
1: because I'm a control freak, so if <laughs> anyone else tries to take over, I'm like,
0: no! <laughs> but, yeah, you say we, we released, so who is we The Oh, my manager, my or? manager, well, yeah, yeah.
1: When I say we, I I think, like, me and my manager will kind of talk through everything and discuss everything, but, yeah, it was produced by the Dunwells, who mm-hmm. are Leeds-based duo, who are amazing. But, yeah, I guess when I say independently... It's not just me, I have a massive team of people um, working with me, so it's me, it's my producers, it's my mixer, it's my master, uh, it's my manager, um, distribution, um, yeah. Lots it's of a different whole, people. Thing. It's
0: yeah. a whole thing. Well it is a good album. It's a wonderful album. Oh, thank I've you. listened to it. Because we were meant to do this interview a while ago and yeah. so many things have got in the way. So I've listened to it a few times today. That was all my plan, because, you yeah. see. Yeah, like, oh, Delay oh, <laughs> it. Um, but it's got it's good because it's got so many moods. That's what I picked up on. I want to talk about that because okay. it's like there's a lot of all the songs have a sound that is you. It's it's it all fluent, thank it you. all works as a project. Yet You've got like leftovers and full of it, and you've got "hardest goodbye" and mm. stuff that stuff that's mm-hmm. much more mellow and yeah. kind of bit bittersweet and sad, and stuff that's a bit more like punchy, yeah, um, and energetic. What's your favorite mood of the album? Ooh. Do you prefer the? punchy? Yes.
1: Mm, I go through phases, um, which is why I'm glad that I released "the hardest goodbye" as a single because it could have its moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's interesting you say that because, like, I think if people just listen to one song off the album they'll maybe assume that the Mm -hmm. whole album is like that and actually you click to the next song it's completely different um at the moment I'm liking the punchier sassier (laughs) songs and they're always fun to play live so I might like one song recorded but then it's completely different when you play it live and then you grow to love that song Mm -hmm. I think um so yeah at the moment I did a little thing on social media of me ranking the songs Mm -hmm. which didn't go down well with people because they were like, what, how can you put that (laughs) at that number? but it
0: changes all the time. But people got upset with your own rankings. Yes. How can, how I can was they wrong. do that? Because I was wrong. I mean, it's, you've got passionate fans. <laughs> yeah. Fans that will fight I the I liked it. Artists.
1: Yeah, I was like, fight me.
0: That I... was <laughs> uh, quite funny. So if you had to recommend one of the songs, you wouldn't be able to do it. So if somebody came to Ooh. you and said, I want to listen to some of your music, What is your? what would you recommend off the album to start with? Like, it's how you want to come across yeah. straight away. And if you've got lots of different sides, yeah. what would you
1: pick? I don't know. Oh, God. Depends what I want to come across to that person. Yeah. If yeah, I'd have to kind of know what they want from me and i am like, <laughs> oh, I've got the perfect song for you. It's a very good way to think um, of it.
0: Yeah. Mm. But I suppose pressing it as a, a record helps because you kind of have to listen to it as an album yeah. and that is a good old school way of doing things. If yeah, you can yeah. afford to get records done in any way, it's such a good way to do it. Or CDs even. Because yeah. listening to it on playlist or having Spotify there... A lot of people will go onto your your main page and they'll see your top five mm-hmm. and just click on the top one. Yeah, and that often doesn't represent what an artist is doing at this particular time.
1: Yeah, it's so true. I wish that you could like choose. I'm sure that I heard something about that with on Spotify because mm-hmm. it's it's not even like the most popular. Is it? it's like the ones that are being mo- most listened to at the moment yeah. are your top yeah. five. But I, I'm sure I heard something at some point about us being able to choose that, mm-hmm. which would be cool um but yeah my some of the i think three out of the songs three out of five album oh my god three out of five of my top songs are from the album mm-hmm. so I think no, that's a good sign it is a very good sign yeah um, yeah.
0: Um, how is the record pressing How was that whole process this is something I'm very interested in awful. I've never been able to do it it's awful well, yeah it I can awful. tell you a company not to work with there you go oh yeah yes. <laughs> well we can start dropping yeah. names
1: there <laughs> um, <laughs> no I would give some advice if artists are listening to this and they want to know about record pressing I learnt a lot because I'd never done it before yeah. um and you kind of, I mean, you could, I just would say, ask other people that have, um, yeah, had albums on vinyl because you you learn a lot of things mm-hmm. and you might just go for, like, the first company you find because of the price and then work out that actually you should not do that. Um, I had, like, just, no, I just had awful, like, problems with, like, the test press not mm-hmm. being quite right and then sending back and... I ended up having a guy from the um, company have to come to my first day of the tour in Edinburgh on the train to hand deliver me um, the, the vinyls, um, because that's the only way they could get it to me on time. So it's stressful. Give me a DM if you want to uh, <laughs> talk about that. Yeah.
0: Interesting. But it's also, I think, a lot of people don't, because it's not a popular thing anymore. Well, it's getting mm. popular, but yeah. artists on, on the independent level, it's a lot harder to do. But there's a whole different process for printing records, like the actual master as yeah. well. You have to get it mastered Well, that's for vinyl. what
1: I didn't know. But, um, and actually, that's an argument that I've been having <laughs> because some people say you should get it exactly, you should get it mastered completely different for vinyl, <laughs> where my mastering engineer actually argued that they're pretty much the same depending mm-hmm. on your art, on de- depending on your sound. So, um, yes. That's the whole argument that we had. Wow. Um, but if I did it again, I would definitely, I'd firstly speak much, um, I'd speak to the company that you're using, mm. and see if they have a specific spec to work from, mm-hmm. um, because we didn't get that spec, and then that's when we mm. started having problems. Um, so yeah, I would do a lot of research into the companies
0: that you're using and. <laughs> Okay, there's great. a lesson in that. I mean I'll take this all on board as yeah. well. But I mean despite all the technical issues, it's so nice just to have that. Even yeah. just seeing your artwork that big yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. And not it's just on, on vinyl. Screen.
1: The final sounds great now. It was just like very stressful like trying to yeah. get that right. Um but yeah, having it like
0: worth it yeah especially going to gigs and you can display that and you can sell it and yeah it's just a good flex as well just like buy my record i have a record
1: and actually a lot of people don't even listen to it they just buy it because it's like a collector's (laughs) item don't they and i'm like i've gone through so much just to get this sounding (laughs) good
0: you're not even gonna listen to it i know things do feel a bit like that now in general though people just get things they collect things or yeah it's fine buy my my album on vinyl
2: please Love that you try it all of the time Although it feels like you've been left behind A little misfortune, honest mistake We'll put it down to just a bad day If it all goes. Whoa. i We're okay.
0: We're okay. The Alpha Sessions There's a lot more going on. You did a tour. I did. And I want to talk there's a lot to talk about in the tour because it's very exciting. It's something yeah. that a lot of people really strive to be able to do. Um how, how did it go? How do you feel? It was
1: really good, actually. Um, so I, I did a six-state tour, Edinburgh, Leeds, Birmingham, Bristol, Brighton, London.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I haven't said that in a while. Like, I'm saying that. But yeah, I, I've said it a lot, <laughs> trying to get people to buy tickets. Um, it was really interesting because I actually wasn't sure about some of the capacities of the venue. Mm. So for Edinburgh, for example, I sold like 71 tickets ahead of the show. And I didn't know that the room capacity was only 80, so I was like, oh, I've basically sold this out and I've not been shouting about it. <laughs> and that kind of happened um, for both uh, Edinburgh and uh, Brighton. I played Folklore Rooms, mm-hmm. if you've ever you've been there. Never been there. But, no, like, been. most beautiful, intimate venues, like like 50 capacity. Um, so, yeah, like, both of those I basically sold out and didn't even realise, um, which was a really nice surprise. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the whole tour was great. It was amazing to play with a full band. Um and I just wish that I could do that all the time.
0: Mm.
1: Although being your own tour manager is slightly again stressful. Mm-hmm. But
0: And all your dates were
1: pretty it's like a week yeah, and we, we had, had, had one day, day dates, off, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that not exhausting? Um very thankfully, I had my boyfriend play bass mm. in my band and he then actually took over the driving for everything so because I was originally going to drive everywhere um which is like that's ridiculous the the main singer of the artist should not be really <laughs> driving but yeah he kind of took it upon himself to drive um which made it a, just so much like mm. easier for me so yeah
0: and you say you've got a band did they all travel together in a little yeah little in car? my car Pack all your stuff in. Um, and-
1: I bought a seven-seater car last year oh, with wow. this in mind. Um, the only thing we didn't have to um put in the car was the drum kit. So he just brought his breakables, luckily. Mm-hmm. But uh, poor Meg. Um Meg Ella Brooks just shout out to her. So she's my keys and vocal, mm-hmm. um, backing vocalist. She's my keys and backing vocalist, there you go. Mm-hmm. And she was sat like right at the back of the car and just had like like <laughs> keyboards on her heads and stuff and it was just it was it was crazy and I'm very grateful that she just sat there and didn't complain mm. and didn't ask to like switch positions at any point so
0: yeah it's nice having a band isn't it yeah travelling around it's so refreshing yeah yeah Um was this whole tour a really big kind of step for you or do you feel like you've
1: yeah a lot of people thought it was my first tour but mm. it's not it's my f- maybe third headline tour mm. Um but it felt kind of on another level. And yeah, I always get really excited when you look into the audience and you don't know them personally. Mm -hmm. And that happened a lot this time. I'm thinking, oh, I don't know. Like, especially London. Um, London I played the Victoria and Dalston.
2: Mm.
1: And the love that came from the audience was like, just from the first song I felt, oh, I I just can enjoy myself. I don't have to like win them over. But I could only see the first like three rows <laughs> until the end. Um, the sound guy put the lighting on, and I was like, "Whoa! There's so many people in here!" Mm. And it made me like very emotional. And yeah, I didn't recognise a lot of them, which felt like okay, okay. My 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 music's now reaching people yeah. that are, are not just my friends and family, which is a nice. That's step. the dream. Yeah, that
0: is the dream. Yeah. And I saw a video of them singing with you, back to you. And nice I mean that that's, that would make me cry. Yeah. Th- is that that must have been such a little a golden thing you never forget something like that well
1: yeah I, I when I wrote that song, it was like it was the intention of the audience will sing it back, but I never thought that they would sing so beautifully and like loud, <laughs> yeah. and especially because i d- couldn't again I couldn't always see the faces when yeah. when you get to see the video and you're like, oh they're really like they're really singing it like just so beautifully, and mm-hmm. um, so yeah it was it was a nice moment.
0: what song was that you?
1: Are you free? It's did you do that one? That you didn't one? do that one today. No, yeah. I didn't because I gotta detune my guitar to so oh. dad fad. I can't be bothered to do that. Um mm. but yeah. It's it's not really like a big banger of the of the set, but um that that moment is very special. So
0: Yeah. It's good to make these little memories. Uh, what's your favourite song to perform live? Ooh. If you could pick. I mean you might not have one.
1: To perform live On your
0: tour. Do you have any specific tour memories that were yeah. like that?
1: So? I like singing people like you um that cuz i like really i, I give it some welly <laughs> um and there's a there's a like a line in it um uh oh looks like this one's a feminist uh and that's how it is on the record like uh but live i'm like uh i think it like really <laughs> ridiculous and there's like a big bit where i go i like shout and every night it came out like different i didn't know how it was going to come out It just was Whatever came out came out. Yeah. So that was it was good to like release some anger. Get
0: some energy out. Yeah. That's yeah. the other thing about having a crowd that you don't know that are that invested, they're that just there for you. Yeah. That you could just do anything on stage and they will love it.
1: Well, I don't know. Yeah, oh, don't know. no, it did feel like that. <laughs> Definitely London show, yes. Um yeah, it's, it's yeah. a how, nice feeling. How
0: different was it? See, so you played in a lot of different locations. Was there one yeah. that stood out or did you can you remember how different they felt? Like between Edinburgh mm. and Leeds and London?
1: Um, they were all, yeah, they were all great. The audiences were brilliant it, some of them were seated, and some of them mm. were standing, and I always feel like you get a completely different vibe um from the audience for that, so like, um, what was it um we well, actually, for Bristol, we made it seated because we had a bit of a mishap with the rooms where we thought we'd booked the small room like capacity 50 downstairs. We never played Bristol before. Mm. It was a bit of a risk. And then a couple of days before we found out that we're actually in the main room of 250 capacity. And I was like, this is the one we've sold 30 tickets. Uh, Can we get some chairs in? Um, And actually it ended up being like a really nice, um, yeah, really nice uh, uh, show. But it Mm. was, you know, you just have to kind of go with it. But if they were standing, that would have been like a really sad little 30 people in 250 (laughs) capacity room um yes i i think i i think as a an artist playing i prefer the standing gigs because you get more energy from the audience but as a an attendee of a gig i like to sit down
0: it's underrated. I love a sit-down. It depends on the kind of gig, but a lot of them, I agree, it's nice yeah. to relax and yeah. just, just let it wash over you.
1: And I uh, hate, I went to see Mimi Webb recently yeah. at um, Eventim Apollo.
0: Mm-hmm. Apollo,
1: and I bought seated seats um, on the ups- upstairs bit, went with Kitty um, Montague, so, yeah, friend of the show, and um yeah, I was like, Kitty, I've got I've got uh, seats for this show. And we were, like, really excited. And then everyone just stood up in front of us, like, on the seat. Mm-hmm. And I know Fantastic. I sound like a grandma, but I hate that. Like, go and get a standing seat. Mm. Standing seat? Standing ticket. If you're going to stand up.
0: Don't you think? It's controversial so because they might have been sold out. When they had to get a <sighs> seat, they wanted to be standing. But I get, I understand. No, I just like,
1: it annoys me. <laughs> Don't stand up when you when I've bought a seat, especially because some people buy seated tickets because they can't stand. Like it's a good point, right? So I don't think it's it's fair to mm. yeah. Mm. I know I sound like a grandma,
0: but yeah. Anyway, the other Sorry. thing. thing Sorry, <laughs> I'm on the rant. No, the other thing I want to talk to you about is your support because this is yeah. a very unique thing about yes. your tour. And the last time we spoke in December, we were talking about how you're going to launch this campaign to get support acts that. Are very special in the areas that you're playing mm-hmm. in. So they sent in how did it work? They sent in videos?
1: Um yeah, it was like a social media campaign. They just performed a a live original song of theirs, thirty second clip, do the hashtag Lucy May Walker tour, um, tag me. And then I went through them all and picked from the the area that they're close mm. to. And that sounds like it went very well. Yeah. Very and they were all women in the end. Really? really? Yeah. Women. That's what we like. Yeah, well, it was like I didn't. I I guess I have more. I I don't know, more uh, female fan base. But mm. um, we just thought that would be really cool to make it an all-female mm. lineup, um, and it was. I had so many like all of the support acts were were incredible, and I really looking forward to going to see them live because mm. you know when you're headlining, it's like you want to sit and watch the support act, but sometimes you. <sighs> you don't want to walk in and if people start talking to you mm. and you like so I feel like you never get to really watch them for their whole set so I can't wait to see them all um, do their thing yeah. and, and just enjoy it rather than thinking like, oh what time am I on yeah, and,
0: yeah. I do always really struggle with that even if I'm yeah. not headlining if there's other people on a night mm. and you want to sit and you want to see everyone but sometimes you just have to get ready or you have to be elsewhere yeah and, It is a bit awkward, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's difficult. But then you've played, the last time we spoke, we were talking about your tour, you're supporting other people as well Mm. because you just supported quite a few different people. Texas Texas. and Tony Hadley? Yeah. That was a long time ago, but I remember we talked about that. So now things have changed because you're on the other side of things. Yeah. So you understand what it's like for them as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and now that I know, because I used to be really funny if I supported not like a massive massive band but if i did just again like you said like a lineup and you're on first and they're on last whatever Mm -hmm. i used to be really funny about them not watching your set and i think you should always make the effort to at least watch a song or something Mm -hmm. but now when i realize there's so much going on i maybe have more empathy for those artists that are like Mm -hmm. especially if you're on a massive tour you've got to like take time to rest and like mm. warm up your vocals, and I mean I didn't do that because I was watching my supports <laughs> a lot. But that's yeah. the
0: sacrifice yeah. really. <laughs> you got to make it. But it's also nice to have a network of people after mm. this. Like you've got so many more people yeah. on board that you can just like you say you can go to their gigs, and it's nice to build that kind of. Network. It was
1: good. That, it, that was one of the best things about doing this because that's the kind of reason why I wanted to do a competition kind of thing to mm. get supports is because you were always kind of just use. Uh, sorry that's the wrong word you always ask the people that you kind of know and you end up just doing the same gigs with the same people Mm -hmm. and this made me connect with artists that I maybe would have never even Mm -hmm. heard of before so yes.
2: Did you always look at him like that Cross your fingers right behind my back Saying he was so good for me i just naive to let you closer in Whatever happened to go cold I know it's been a year But it still kind of stings Seeing you with him Does it taste sweet or sour no, Knowing I was there before you yeah. Am I busy seeing you together Well maybe I am But you took a bite of my Forever is the I didn't a sign close But how you- Are you loving my first touch? Are you loving the person who really misses me up? Are you loving that first fight? staying up, crying all night. If you are a left of love, well, it's alright, cause I've had enough. Mm-mm. Does it taste sweet or sour? Knowing I was there before you. Yeah. Am I been seeing you together? you took a bite of my forever is there anything else i can get you yeah. i'm not even got a side of closure are you loving my leftovers babe how you loving my leftovers babe
0: how do my leftovers taste the alpha sessions even though your social media is very strong um, and yeah let's go back to that we oh, mentioned it earlier okay because, right. yeah, let's talk about you so um, <laughs> you did a lot of things recently like the backstories of each song yeah uh, each of the songs which is I love stuff like that I love knowing all the backstory they, some people I know hate knowing the backstory really? because to them it means something when they find yeah. out they're like Oh, I yeah, didn't yeah. think it was about that. Now I can't listen to that ever again. But I suppose it makes it more special.
1: Well, I love going to gigs, especially in hearing. I can't stand it when you go to a gig and the artist just bangs out song, song, really? song with no chat. Like, I love the chat in between. Like, mm. for me, that's... Because if it's just going to sound exactly as it is on the record and there's no kind of personality, mm. why am I going to watch you live? I'll just mm. listen to the record. I'd rather, like... I'd rather get those live moments that you can't recreate Mm -hmm. Um, but I love it when artists tell you what the song's about because then I personally listen to it in a whole new different light and you're like oh I have such a deeper connection to the song and that's why I did the song stories behind the Mm. songs so people connect Mm. with it but I guess if they don't want to know then just don't watch (laughs) don't listen (laughs)
0: have you had anyone cover your songs yet from the album
1: oh have I don't think so from this album that would be really cool to see, yeah. I'll get on that. Yeah, I'll, please do. I'll organise one. Yeah. I'll,
0: do one. <laughs> I'll repost <laughs> it. Yeah. And what about collaborations with people? I mean, because some people do, like, they release a song and then they do a version of it as a duet or, yeah. like, even using TikTok to do that duet thing.
1: That's, yeah, that's true. Um, no, no one cares about it, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do, uh, there's two songs, there's an exclusive for you. Oh. Um, there's two songs on the album that have not made it out yet. But we're planning on, and one of those is actually a duet. But that wasn't. Oh, okay. it's, but that's just kind of how the song. Well, it's not how the song was written, but then we we were recording it, um, basically with the Dunwells, mm. and I was like, "Joe, your voice is so good. Just sing a sing mm. a verse for me." And I was like, "Yeah." So this might be coming. We I, really I have exclusive. no plans actually for, to release it, but at some but point at some it some will point. be. Oh, I love that.
0: Um And fan reaction vids is the other thing. See, if you had. Your fans, because they, they just seem so sweet. Like, there's a video you put up there of them listening to a song for the first time in the car. Yeah, the yeah, them. yeah. I feel like if you put out a duet with me thing for the same people, they would go for it, even if they're not singers. Okay, so I have to. do I have I, to say duet with me? Yeah. You do make a little video of you singing the okay. first bit, and then you just like, let oh, it yeah, play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do one of those. Okay. Send it out to the fans. Okay. Get them to come back. I love stuff like that.
1: I just need one person to start it off. And we're like, no... People only kind of jump on that when it's cool. That's what Alan was saying before. It's like people jump on it when it, when it's a cool thing to do, but no one's the first one. Yeah.
0: So I need to. Everyone's waiting for it. Yeah. everyone else to do it. I don't know, but uh, yeah, you also mentioned put pin in this in my head. Yeah, making the ranking list of your favourite song. Yeah. So I did this in prep for the last one. I ranked my favourites. Oh, and I, of my songs? Yeah, I oh, went to the nice. album, I did a ranking, and that was when I did all my notes to the last one. I don't have those anymore, Oh damn I don't remember it. my favourite one is Run Back Home. Oh, nice, thank and you. I don't know, is that a common favourite or not?
1: Um, some people have said, yeah, that, but it's, mm, yeah, it's not been everyone's, but oh, yeah. yeah. I, like I feel that. like it has yeah. a different,
0: it moves differently. There's the, the structure yeah. in it feels very different. I like things like that, it feels much more loose. I mm. like that one. feels the, like it just revs up.
1: Again, it's, a, it's one that that it's like, is a deeper meaning for me. And, mm-hmm. and then I've had people message me about that song they've said, oh, that made me think of going back to like, my grandparents' house and they're not with us anymore. And mm. I'm like, oh, that's, that's not what it's about, but that's really nice that you can kind of relate in that. Oh, my belly's rumbling. I'm oh, really sorry <laughs> if you can hear that. No, it
0: okay, well, we won't. Come hungry. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't even discuss with you what songs you played for us today. Oh, we yeah. Did, we're okay. They were all album songs, weren't they? are not they we are okay, Leftovers, Floating in Space. Music, oh, this, it's all coming out now. There's too much. There's too much to talk about.
1: Um, <laughs> I was worried we wouldn't have anything after the last time. <laughs> no, so that's good.
0: The second one you played was Leftovers. Leftovers, yeah. And there's a music video for that one. No. Yeah. Yes, uh, like no a, a lyric
1: video that I yes. was eating McDonald's for. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing all this behind the scenes. This looks like so much fun.
1: Well yeah it was one of those where I think people think it's really planned out and it was actually like me and my manager going oh, we don't have any content for this and I was like don't worry so my boyfriend works in a tap room shout out to Three Locks Brewery in Camden mm-hmm. um, and I was like I need to film a lyric video and it's called Leftovers and I just had this idea of just me eating McDonald's because <laughs> I like food mm-hmm. so I was like right let's let's film this at your tap room so i didn't have to pay and then he just kind of set up the camera and i just ate mcdonald's and oh, just did like i think did it in like two takes um and people it's annoying actually because people comment more about that video that was free to make and not the full of it video which was a the massive one. production that's what
0: i'm thinking of <laughs> oh you're on good. the bridge outside with the sofa yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. okay good that's uh, that's full of it yeah that was a massive production um and everyone worked on that basically for free as well, but it was, yeah, a lot of work into
0: that. What is your number one on the album? <sighs> at the moment, because I remember in your video you said that it changes every week. It does. What's this week's favourite?
1: I think when I did the video it was Floating in Space.
0: Well, that's the third one you played for us.
1: Um, so. I, actually, at the moment, Leftovers. I, oh. I'm enjoying Leftovers. Yeah. yeah, And I think it's nice when I play that live. See, this is all I, I can never... Th- Detach them. I was feel like I I I think of playing it live. Which one? do yeah. I, And I like that one because it's kind of like a fun backstory of mm. this is my this is a story about when one of my best friends got together with my ex boyfriend.
0: Classic. Classic. So it's always fun. <laughs> I want to talk more about floating in space. Actually, mm. the third song because if that is your current up there with the yeah, number it's, one, yeah, it's always going to be up there. Yeah. Why? Why is it one of your favorites?
1: Um so it was a, I, I'm so interested to for people to know what people thought that song was about because it's too kind of it's especially when I play it live so I I played that second on the tour So I went, run back home straight into floating in space and I didn't chat because it's kind of too deep a meaning Mm -hmm. to explain, um, in like 10 seconds, but it was a song commission, um, like the hardest goodbye was. And, um, it was for a fan who wanted a song for her kids about their dad who passed away, Mm -hmm. but she was like, I don't want it to be sad. I want it to be really uplifting so they can listen to it and be like, Hey, this is like, we want to remember our dad in the the best way possible, not in a sad mm. way. Um, and all of the lyrics in that song um, were taken from like Facebook posts that he wrote to the kids. So it's all him. And um, so it's actually, yeah, it's pretty emotional when you think about it. But like, I, I just think it's just a really nice song that I would have never have written mm. if she hadn't sent me that story. Same with The Hardest Goodbye. So, yeah.
0: Wow. it feels like so much beautiful stuff has come out of this album thank you like you've achieved so much in such a short period of time as well it's just like things are always happening but you're so calm
1: thanks I'm just I'm (laughs) worried that like I get this uh, I'm sure other artists feel like this it's like I'm so proud of it and I know that it's great. I just want people mm. to discover it and listen to it and keep listening to it and keep loving it. Um, and I'm, I get these like panic moments where people are like, How's the album going? I'm like, mm. Oh, I don't know. Is it still like so? Mm. Thank you for having me on today because it means that I get to keep talking <laughs> about it and, and hopefully people will keep listening mm. and
0: keep sharing it with people um, and not forget don't about try. it.
2: Don't sleep on it. So
0: at the moment, you're kind of just resting on this. This isn't a, a big moment to move on you, you, oh not, I'm not, you're not moving up of, you're not writing new stuff you're not uh, I am yeah. writing oh, new right. stuff well I,
1: it's, I should be I'm not I should be and I've got a writing no. session in two days sometimes um, it's
0: nice to take a break
1: yeah but then it's like Lucy when are you
0: releasing music, new music I'm like I've just released an album yeah you need the time <laughs> you need to let it let it sit there let it simmer yeah. get everyone stuck into it but I mean we're always excited to see what's coming next I think thank this you. album will live on this is going to become a legendary album so oh, it's going to be a classic like rumours <laughs> oh, ho- oh I hope so thank yeah. you yeah but whatever you've got coming up I'm ready for it <laughs> thank I'm ready you. for it <laughs> thanks and very thanks very for coming on thanks for having me I've had a lovely time
2: Yeah, me too Always oh, a pleasure I always told you that you'd be someone With a little hard work You've got to challenge yourself daily And just improve on yourself I never lied to you Only if I told the truth I hope you know that hope it shows Don't give in, just like the song we sang. When I look back on Earth, I did so many things, but the best